0: Welcome to Financial Freedom 101. I'm Robert, and this is episode 13. I took a week off during the Christmas holidays in order to focus on just family, but I'm now back with an exciting new episode that is perfectly timed for the start of the new year, goal settings. During this time, who among us has ever made a New Year's resolution? I'm willing to bet just about every one of us has made one, at least at some point, but very few of us have ever kept them. According to a number of sources, the two most common New Year's resolutions are the development of a healthier lifestyle and to make more money. In fact, this is a time of year that most gyms actually see the highest number of new joins and have some of the largest crowds. However, according to Forbes, approximately 80% of those who make New Year's resolutions abandon them by February. I would venture to say at least another ten to fifteen percent of those remaining abandon their goals by March. Hearing these statistics, most are likely to ask themselves, "Why make New Year's resolutions at all if they're just going to be abandoned and forgotten within one to two months?" I'm here to tell you, however, that type of thinking is wrong, and the real question should be, "Why are the resolutions, the goals, being abandoned within one to two months?" There's an old saying that it takes two months to create a habit and less than two weeks to break one. And this couldn't be truer. One of the biggest problems that most people have when trying to keep good on their New Year's resolutions is they try to make it a habit in one day. If your goal is to lose 10 pounds or go to the gym five days a week, a change in your diet or a change in your daily routine will not happen overnight. Sure, you can keep it up for a week or two, But then something will happen that will cause you not to go to the gym or cheat on your diet. It could be an early or late day at work. You could catch the flu. You could meet a friend or business associate for a few beers. that quickly turns into a few more beers. Whatever the case may be, because the resolution wasn't a habit, that one excuse to not continue turns into another excuse and another excuse and so on until you just give up on your goal altogether. There are a lot of people that will tell you that New Year's resolutions are stupid because New Year's is just an arbitrary day and holds no real significance in terms of goal setting. Although they are technically true that New Year's is just an arbitrary day and that you can make goals at any time during the year, there is a mental aspect to it. January 1st is the start of the new year, so why not start the new year off with a new year? However, if you're going to create a New Year's resolution, you need to remember two things. A goal not written down is a wish, while a goal without a plan is a dream. These two little steps are the key to turning your goal into a habit and ultimately accomplishing it. For most, they may talk about their resolutions, but few write it down as a reminder of what they want to accomplish. Even fewer still will actually take the time to draw out a roadmap on how to accomplish their goal. With all of that said, let's look at the first step of writing your goal down and why this is so important. Writing your goal down is much more than simply writing, I want to go to the gym every day, or I want to make more money. When I say you need to write your goal down, you need to really think about what your goal is, why you want to achieve it, and most importantly, when do you want to achieve your goal? Once you have written the goal down, you can then look at it to make sure that your goal is reasonable realistic, and achievable. If your goal doesn't meet these criteria, you are more likely to quit and never achieve what you want to achieve. As this podcast is all about financial freedom, let's look at the example of making more money. This is a great goal to have, but what exactly is more money? Do you want to earn an extra $200 per month? Are you looking at being able to replace your current income? Is the point of making more money so you can take more vacation, spend more time with family, or pay for a child's college tuition? What is the timeline you want to give yourself to accomplish this goal? Is making $5,000 extra per month within the next 60 days reasonable if you are just starting out in a new job or lack the necessary training to get a promotion? When you are creating a goal, you need to provide details so you can measure and determine if or when you actually accomplish the goal. Does your company give out annual cost of living increases in January? If so, technically that allows you to make more money. But is it what you were looking for? If your goal is to make more money, a simple goal statement could be, I want to make an extra $300 per month by June or within the next six months in order to save a minimum of $2,000 to take the family on a vacation to Disney World in December, 12 months from now. This simple goal statement hits all the basic criteria to turn your wish into a goal. It says exactly what you want to accomplish. It gives you a time frame to accomplish it in. You can tell when you hit the goal, and most importantly, it can be seen as being a reasonable goal to achieve. The next part of the process is to create a plan on how to obtain the goal. Having the goal written down is great, but not having a plan to achieve it makes it easy for you to give up on it. We've all heard the saying, failing to plan is planning to fail, and this is as true for goal setting as it is for business. The fact that you want to earn an extra $300 per month in order to save a minimum of $2,000 to take a vacation is great, but how are you going to do it? When you hear people talk about goal setting, you normally hear things like short, medium, and long term goals, where short term goals are five to six months, medium term goals are one to two years and long-term goals are 5 to 10 years. But why can't you adjust these timelines and make them shorter? Although earning extra money and saving up for a Christmas vacation is technically a short-term goal if you go by the standard definition, there's nothing to say that you can't treat it like a long-term goal and make other smaller goals that help you achieve your ultimate goal. On any goal-setting process, you want to take your overall goal and break it into smaller, more manageable steps. Not only will this take a loftier goal and make it easier to achieve, but by achieving small goals along the way, you can see results faster and stay motivated. Your goal to earn $300 or more per month and save $2,000 in 12 months could start with a basic step of asking for a pay increase and creating a household budget by the end of January. As part of the request for a pay increase, if they say no, you could always ask what would it take to approve one and make that into your step two. For the budget, part of the step could be to review and eliminate unnecessary expenses to free up extra money to put towards your savings each month. Even if it's just an extra $20 a month, it is still something. Step two could be to start taking courses in your field of work by March in order to improve your marketability and make you more eligible for promotion. If you do your research, you could even present the idea to your boss, and not only will this show initiative on your part, but you could potentially get the company to pay for it, adding another win to your column. Step three could be to research investment options or investment training courses by May in order to invest that extra money you have found during your budget creation, thereby ramping up your savings. Each one of these steps includes a specific timeline. They include a goal and a way to measure whether or not you meet these goals or milestones. But most importantly, you now have a plan in place that will help you achieve your goals. Looking at a simple, made-up example is good and it helps to illustrate the process, but looking at a real-life example is always better. Back in December, I attended an online networking event in which the host asked us to talk about our goals for 2022 when he broke us up into smaller groups. When it was my turn to share, I stated that my goal for 2022 was to buy three to four properties by the end of the year. Even with limited funds, this isn't really an unrealistic goal, but you need to have a plan in place to ensure a quote unquote smooth process takes place. In order for us to achieve this goal, I have done exactly what I've stated previously. I have broken this goal into several easy steps with a timeline and measurable outcomes. Step one was to contact and arrange calls with both sourcing agents and brokers by the end of January. For the sourcing agents, among other inquiries I made, I have asked for a list of available properties, even before the call is made to them, so that I can... Start conducting basic due diligence before discussing my plans with the agent. For the brokers, I am requesting to get a list of required documents, timeframes for approvals, chances for approvals, interest rates, and more. Also, I can run the numbers of possible investment opportunities before I talk to anybody. Step two is to select four possible properties to review and conduct further due diligence on in order to make offers. The benefit of doing this is that I could potentially consider doing a portfolio mortgage and actually buy two properties at one time, thus reducing my overall timeline needed to reach my goal of three properties. As we spoke about in episode 10, portfolio mortgages are simply a single mortgage that is taken out in order to cover two or more properties on one mortgage. This can be done for many reasons but the reason I'm considering this is because of the standard minimum mortgage loan requirement for international investors of 100,000 pounds meaning I need a minimum purchase value of 135,000 pounds unfortunately as I'm looking at property in the northern part of the UK the average investment property price is around 70 to 80,000 pounds meaning I need at least two properties in order to make that minimum purchase value of £135,000. Once I select the potential properties, I can then move on to Step 2. The goal for Step 2 is to have an offer submitted on at least one property no later than March. Currently, the time required for the exchange of contracts on property transactions involving mortgages is around 120 days, or 4 months, meaning... If our offer is accepted in March, we can only close on the project by July. And that's only if everything goes right. Step three is to actually start step one all over again by May in order to have an offer made on the table by August and a third property completed by November, thus meeting our goal of buying three properties by the end of the year. There is, of course, a lot more that goes into each step than what I have stated here, but overall, this is our plan. It's simple. There are measurable goals to it, and the timeline is realistic. Your plan doesn't have to be complex. And in fact, the simpler you can make it, the more likely you will continue with it and achieve your goals. As part of our introduction to financial literacy course offered through our Wolfpack Academy, we have an entire module dedicated just to goal setting. In the module, we discuss how to create your goals and how to increase your chances on accomplishing them. The one thing to remember when developing your goals is to always make them SMART goals. They need to be specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-based. As long as your goals are SMART, you have a greater chance of not being one of the 80% that give up on their New Year's resolution by February. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and are now empowered to go out and create your own goals for the new year. If you want to understand more about goal setting, visit our website and drop us a line or check out our Wolfpack Academy for more details. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen and as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Until next time, have a great week ahead.